0: The Arizona Cardinals cannot control the future. Let's discuss. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. on cardinals alex clancy here follow me on twitter at clancy's corner follow the podcast at locked on az cards thank you for making locked on cardinals your first listen each and every day free wherever you get your podcast and on youtube today's episode of locked on cardinals is brought to you by game time download the game time app create an account and use code locked on nfl for 20 bucks off your first purchase last minute tickets lowest prices guaranteed so there's a couple of things that i want to talk about today All right, cardinals coming off a loss in san francisco um Cincinnati coming into town, another team that hasn't looked very good uh, so far this season, looking for a get-right game. The Cardinals have played more balanced football and more heady football than the Bengals have thus far, and they've protected their quarterback a lot better also. Joe Burrow still hobbled. Uh, we'll see how much impact that has on Sunday. Um, but there's a, yeah, a couple things that I want to discuss. You know, First, the Cardinals can't control the future. I'm going to discuss what I mean by that. Uh, things to improve upon, specifically one thing. Because we are now four weeks in, Jonathan Gannon has got his legs under him as head coach, and it's time for things to get tightened up a little bit. I'll discuss that, and then 10th on Tuesday, the inaugural installment. It's not what you think; it's just going to be uh, a, a, an update on where the Cardinals are with their and Houston's picks for the twenty twenty four draft. Just to kind of discuss. The, the story around that and you'll see in the first segment today about how it shouldn't matter. The Cardinals cannot control the future. What can the Cardinals control? How they do things every day in practice and every week on Sunday. Mid game. Well, that's dumb, obviously. Nobody can control the future. What are you talking about? Why would you waste a segment talking about this? It's a little bit deeper than that. With Kyler Murray eligible to come off the physically unable to perform list, he won't. But with him eligible to, it opens that door up. Where if healthy, he's going to want to play. The Cardinals are going to probably want to play him. And the chance of the Cardinals winning games goes up with Kyler Murray quarterback in a vacuum. Okay, I'm not going to debate Joshua Dobbs versus Kyler Murray. And with that, there's a direct correlative to where the Cardinals draft in 2024. Obvious, right? So with this, I think it's time to enter that portion of thought where it's like, just go win games. Win as many games as you can. Because if the Cardinals could win six or seven games with this roster, imagine what that stencil will yield with an infusion of talent with Kyler Murray back. And while that's the more fun approach than just wasting a season, hoping your favorite team loses, hoping you know the team that I've you know covered for a while and and now host this podcast loses, it just doesn't. It seems like whenever. Teams, regardless of what sport, try to do specific things to put themselves in a better situation to get good players in the next year or evade a playoff opponent or something like that doesn't really work out that often. I mean, look at the the 76ers. Just because you get a good player doesn't mean anything. So if you look at the Cardinals and you look at the Bears and you look at the Panthers, it's not necessarily fair. It's Frank Frank's first year. They don't have a whole lot of talent. They've got a good defense. Bryce Young, it's going to take a little bit longer for him to, to grow into the NFL game than it has C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson, it seems. I'd much rather be the Cardinals and the Bears right now. And the Bears have the number one and number two overall pick right now through four weeks because they have Carolina's pick. I'd much rather be where the Cardinals are. There is ineptitude in Chicago. There is not great quarterback play in Carolina. They have no weapons, aside from Adam Thielen. You look at the Cardinals, you know, Hollywood Brown, you know, Michael Wilson, Rondo Morris look good. Zach Ertz look good. James Connors look good. The offensive lines look good. Josh Dobbs look good. Defense has had its moments. The Cardinals seem to be in a much better spot than anybody gave them credit for, including me. I mean, nobody could have seen this through four weeks. Seeing the one and three, sure. Seeing how they've played those games and how they've lost. I mean, there is definitely – I mean, the Cardinals could be 3-1 right now. So, we'll obviously see as the season progresses if the Cardinals do turn into proverbial pumpkin and lose eight games in a row, you know, starting last Sunday. I mean, we'll see. But overall – I'm adopting the mindset where it's like, you know what? This team's going to be fun. They're probably not going to win a whole bunch of games. But I don't think sitting Kyler Murray for the season in an effort to get a high draft pick, regardless of what they want to do with that draft pick in 2024, is the right way to go. They're going to have probably two top 15 picks. And with this draft, whether it's going to be so quarterback heavy and Marvin Harrison Jr., that's going to be like four out of the top that's going to be the top four picks, probably three quarterbacks in Marvin Harrison Jr. So if the Cardinals have the fifth pick. You can get the best edge rusher, the best corner, the best interior defensive lineman. And that may be more beneficial for the future of this team than drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. Do you want a guy that is otherworldly? Yeah. Are there a million wide receivers this year coming out who could make an impact right away? Sure. A million is like Five so say say Houston barely misses the playoffs say they win like eight games because they could definitely they have do yourself a favor go look at Houston's schedule it is a cupcake central the entire year save a couple games so say Houston wins eight games just and they have the 13th pick and the Cardinals win four games and they have you know the say they have the fifth pick okay Cardinals are going to get a stud at five, and they could get a stud wide receiver in the middle of the first round if that's the way they want to go. But if you look at this, the Cardinals wide receiver room is like the last position that's needed a bolstering right now. They have so many needs everywhere else that it circles me back to imploring people, enjoy. Root for your team to win. Every time the Cardinals win a game, it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, see, that week 18 law, that week 18 win really screwed the Cardinals draft position. They have so many needs everywhere. It doesn't really matter where they draft. I mean, like, it's by everything that we've seen, by every metric, human metric, Jonathan Ganymonte asked for it. They want Kyler Murray as their quarterback. Kyler Murray wants to be here. Kyler Murray is their quarterback. I think it could be a lot worse. Look around the rest of the NFL. There are some things that the Cardinals need to improve upon. Now and like the grace period, the honeymoon phase is over. Now it's time for Jonathan Gannon, Nick Rallis, and Drew Petsy to kind of lay down the hammer a little bit, especially with one specific thing on game day for the Cardinals. I'll talk about that next. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by the Game Time app. All right. Game time app is awesome. And see Um, Game Time app makes buying tickets easy. Okay. You know. Like there's so many different things where you go to different websites, you try to find the best deals, you try to go all over the place. You don't know if you're going to get tickets, whatever it is. The GameTime app is the only ticketing app that gives you the complete peace of mind with your purchase, Okay, which is good to have, especially if you're spending some cheese on, on tickets. If they have deals on tickets right up to the start of the event. And even an hour after it starts, it's a place to find the last minute seats, find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more with zone deals. You pick the section and GameTime picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. And the GameTime guarantee means you'll always get the best price. And if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, GameTime will credit you 110% of the difference. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account. And use code locked on NFL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply, but again, create an account. Redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-F-L for 20 bucks off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price. Get run Alex Nancy Locked On Cardinals. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen. Um So, I mean, the Cardinals have been fun. They're one of the, you know, backseat buzz teams that the national media is talking about. The Cardinals are fun. The Cardinals are playing with grit. The Cardinals are doing this. The Cardinals are are being competitive. Those aren't things that you would hear adjective-wise surrounding the Arizona Cardinals over the last handful of seasons. Even if they were 7-0 and 10-2. Nobody believed it. Nobody believed it. And things are being built differently now. There is one thing that Jonathan Gannon needs to nip immediately, penalties. It's time. And the opposing argument to this is, well, you know, there's a lot of guys that probably wouldn't be playing meaningful snaps. And there's a reason why those guys haven't played meaningful snaps in the NFL, because they're not top-tier talent. I mean, it's just maybe the practice squad guys, fringe practice squad guys, journeymen, whatever. And players with less discipline, I'm not saying these players are You know, they don't work hard or, you know, work out, you know, practice hard or whatever it is. It just comes with the territory. Now, with that, Jonathan Gannon needs to tighten it up. The the personal fouls is a theory-based thing. Week one, you could tell it was like the movie. uh, It was like um, the longest yard. When the first play of the game against the guards, all the players went out and just beat the hell out of the guards. And the reason why I say that is Jonathan Gannon got them so juiced up for week one. We're gonna hit people. That's what he said. We're gonna hit hard. Like that, it was just you needed to kind of hone that back in. Because your White had the one against Sam Howell, Jalen Thompson had one later. Um but it seems like there, there just seems to be one personal foul of the game by the Cardinals. It's gotta stop. It's gotta stop. And There are like the one thing that hasn't happened that we've been used to over the last handful of seasons are play calls not getting in on time, having call timeouts. They're delayed games. Things like I think there was one against San Francisco, but there are more fat trimming penalties, the more things that need to get sewn up, and not so much the preparation before game time. But it's something that is, that's institutional. That's something that Jonathan Gannon, that's one of his biggest, you know, hurdles to overcome. Is keeping this team militaristic when it comes to penalties. And it slowed down in the second half. I think they only had 50, 50, just over 50 yards in penalties, seven penalties, 50 yards. Um, Started hot and heavy with that. They had over 100 yards in week one penalty wise, like it just hasn't been good, but. With that, these are learning lessons. These are these are things that will slowly start to build the foundation for a functional organization. So it's good that it's happening now, but it's got to kind of slowly dwindle. That's something that needs to stop. One thing that the Cardinals have done very well is not turn the ball over, which is one thing that with an offensive line, new center, um, DJ Humphreys, new uh well, yeah, new right tackle in Paris Johnson. You never played an NFL game before this season. Um They've held up well to where Joshua Dobbs isn't getting, you know, just punished every week. Joshua Dobbs is doing a good job of getting out of the pocket. Them not turning the ball over, that's institutional also. That's preparation. That's coaching. So while it's a double-edged sword, it's almost more difficult to keep your inferiorly talented team compared to, you know, the average to above-average teams in the NFL from turning the ball over much more than penalties. So it's it's just something that needs to get tightened up. And if the Cardinals can stop shooting themselves in the foot with that, maybe another step forward towards relevancy. Because up until this point, the Cardinals have been a fun story. They got a fun win against Dallas. They should have beat New, uh, New York. They're doing a lot of things right in different games. Now it's time to bring it all together and have that product that will recruit free agents, that will show incoming draft picks that this is a different organization and hopefully be ready for Joshua Jobs just to hand the ball over to Kyler Murray and for this team to take that big next step up. Might not, might not have to wait till next season, but penalties, it's time. Honeymoon Honeymoon phase is over. It's time. Alex Nancy you locked on Cardinals. Tankathon Tuesday. Inaugural installment next as we roll on here this episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by FanDuel. 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 Um you got to snap into action. NFL's in full swing heading into week 5 with FanDuel. America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. Listen, the app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. Again, new customers, $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. I mean, that's absolutely insane. Visit FanDuel.com/slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Locked on Cardinals, Alex Clancy here. Please go to the YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, turn notifications on. Uh, you can leave a review if you want, wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, whatever, whatever it may be. I'm just happy that you're here. Um Interesting matchup. Coming up on Sunday with Cincinnati coming in town. Cincinnati's been uh, rough to watch through the first couple of weeks. Sure, Joe Burrow's been hurt, which obviously is a huge uh, catalyst for that. But um, it'll be an interesting matchup. We'll break it down. Jake Lisko and uh, James Rapine from Locked On Bengals will uh, link up with them on Thursday to give you know their look at coming to State Farm Stadium and, and the matchup on Sunday. Uh, Tankathon Tuesday. What is this? So the famous website Tankathon gives you up-to-date draft order for all the sports, okay? And I just think that going into week five, it's just good to keep an eye out on what's going on. And going back to my first segment, this shouldn't be any sort of sweetener for the Cardinals to approach the 2023 season any different. Go in games, get better fall into whatever spot you fall into. But as of now, the Cardinals have the ninth, their own, and 13th picks with Houston. Okay. Um, now, with that, I mean, there's two 4-0 teams left. There's a whole bunch of two and two teams, Houston being one of them, and the Cardinals are one and three. So just the reason why I wanted to do this today is because, like starting today instead of next week, is you look at the teams that are ahead of the Cardinals in in, in the draft order. So Chicago and Carolina – both of whom you know, go to Chicago, Vegas, then Denver, Minnesota, the Jets, New England, then Cincinnati. So out of the eight teams ahead of the Cardinals, take Cincinnati out, take Minnesota out, take Denver out, that's three. Because those teams are going to win a bunch of games this year. Slow starts, but they're going to win a bunch of games. That's not going to be something that the Cardinals are really going to have to you know, um, uh, go up against as they try to jump into the top five, if they don't win more games this year. And Denver is the the outlier there. Denver's going to win more games. I mean, they're going to figure it out. It's the first year with uh, Sean Payton. Russell Wilson's not a bad quarterback yet. So, you know, they're going to move out. The Jets are an interesting one. New England's an interesting one. Uh, Vegas is an interesting one, especially when Jimmy Garoppolo's out. And we'll see what can happen with Chicago and Carolina. Like, all Chicago has to do is win one game. All Carolina has to do is win one game, and it's it's getting closer. The Cardinals' schedule doesn't get any easier. They play Houston midseason, which should be fun. We're going to find out a lot. We're going to know a lot more about both those teams uh, at that point. But, like, I see this as the Cardinals probably having the fifth overall pick right now, even though it says nine, uh, because three of those teams, if not four, will definitely win more games than the Cardinals this year. And then we'll see what happens with Houston. Like, this segment – Eight weeks from now is going to be a lot more telling. But I want to reiterate this, that you cannot control what happens in the future. You can only control Jonathan Gannon, Monty Ford, Drew Petson, Nick Rallis, how to make this team better and position themselves from a more cohesive, balanced, and mature standpoint to get them ready for the future. And if a bunch of wins come along the way, if they win five or six games this year, cool. That means that maybe they're further along than they thought. But to play the game of, oh, is Kyler Murray going to come back? Oh, should he come back week 10? Should he come back week 9? Should he come back after the bye? That's only a couple games. Should they just sit him the entire year? Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. If Kyler Murray's healthy and they want to play him, they're going to play him. If he's not healthy and he sits the rest of the year, fine. But the speculation surrounding like, oh, that was a bad win for the Cardinals. They sh- if they were 0-4 right now, they'd have a better chance at the top pick. Squash it. Go out, make this team better today, and it'll pay much more dividends in the future than getting a couple higher draft picks, a couple slots higher. Alex Lancy, Lockdown Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow.